What's up, Tootsie Pop? <laughs> Hi, hello, welcome in, if this is your first time, and welcome back. If you are a subscriber and an avid listener of Sexy Soulful Competence, I'm Brie, your host. What's up? I hope your day is going really well. And this episode, I am actually talking to y'all about the six ways, my six ways to embracing your sexuality. And what I mean by that is your cravings, your desires, your pleasure, your preferences, yourself as a sexual being, your sexual self, right? Your sexuality. Um, And I want to start off with letting you know and just reminding you that it is your right to prioritize your pleasure and explore all that it has to offer, right? You are beautifully made with a capacity to feel so much more than what you have been led to believe. And life is not about just like wake up and repeat, right? Like pleasure does not just fit into the tiny little box that society says it has to. And you have every right to make up your own mind around what satisfaction is for you. And you have every right to explore and experience all that life has to offer in whatever way that is for you and that works for you, right? Oftentimes I feel like we just say, you know, fuck it, I'll just abide by all the rules, right? Even when we don't agree and even when our gut tells us to question it. But we have to start listening to that part of ourselves that desires for more or different, or innovation, or going against the status quo, even when it's hard, and even when it feels like everything's against us, even when it feels like we're being pulled from our friends and from our family. And I mean, here's here's one thing that like really trips people's triggers, right? It's when you decide to go against or find a new avenue that works better for you, but it's uncomfortable for them. And that's, I think, pretty much with anything, honestly. But when it comes to social standard, in quotations, and um, familial standards, right, it's an even harder pill to swallow, I think, for those who have always done it a certain way, right? It's like that whole thing of it's just the way that it is or it's always been this way, right? For example, if you come from like a lineage of strictly heterosexual, traditionally monogamous marriages and you tell your family that like, hey, I'm actually an ethically non-monogamous pansexual who like doesn't really see myself committing to any one person under law or like under God for the entirety of my life. And I'm also not sure that I'd like to bring children into this world. They are literally going to look at you like you're a crazy person. They're going to be in utter shock, right? They're going to have a million and one questions in their minds. They're going to start popping that like really judgmental eyebrow raise thing, okay? And they're going to be so deeply confused and start questioning and wondering how this is going to affect everyone else as well as you, right? Obviously, for the foreseeable future. And it's not to say that they're like bad people, right? People who are in shock by change, they're not necessarily bad people, And because they have only known one way of doing something or one way of being, when it comes to these types of dynamics, you're going to make them flip their shit. Literally like one of those, like the image that I'm getting is like one of the fembots in Austin Powers. And because, you know, just like those fembots, we are are also programmed to believe certain things, to behave a certain way. 
and to go about our lives according to a specific code. And when coming into our own conflicts with the, again, standard way of being, in quotes, um, it can be tricky to navigate, right? It can be hard to accept those parts of yourself that are different and that are unique. It can be painful to embrace yourself, especially when it comes to your sexuality, which to me obviously is mind-blowing <laughs> as a sexual wellness advocate and somebody who is very sex positive. Um that we've just made so many incredible and progressive changes for equality and acceptance, right? But for some reason, sexuality is still a very taboo topic in many parts of the world, right? I mean, we still have to like, you know, whisper when we talk about it or like have that in like the comfort of of our own home so we're not talking about it in public, right? We still get banned from social platforms for using the word. They are implementing stricter sexual content laws on the social platforms that we use, right? We, We still belittle and degrade and shame and dehumanize people for having sovereignty over their bodies and choosing, right? Because I'm not talking about coercion or rape trafficking. No, I'm talking about choice, the choice to establish their livelihood by means of sex work. And like the hypocrisy of it all too. Like we enjoy the benefits of ethical porn, of strippers, of escorts, of OnlyFans, right? We pay for that shit. We stimulate the economy. We add to the $186 billion industry that is sex. And that is just the revenue that we can get our hands on, right? But then we shame the work itself. (laughs) We shame the very thing that we demand. So it's just so interesting to me. And it's such an exhausting mentality, right? That continues to perpetuate a very toxic and ignorant assumption that sex is dirty. When it's not. It's natural. It's life-giving. It's how you came into this world. It's normal, right? And I don't, I don't know, and you can, maybe, maybe you do, right? I don't know of a single person who does not partake, obviously, unless their job is of a you know, specific religious pursuit, or they are not of age to have con- to have sex. I've said before, I almost said consensual sex, but I made a post about consensual sex. Um, that's on my IG. You should check it out. Um, that partake in sex, right? But I do know of many people who aren't comfortable talking about sex, who are not satisfied with their sex life, who don't really have any sort of sexual education or who have not been encouraged to acquire more sexual education, whose partnerships struggle because of a lack of confidence in communicating about it with their partners, who have hidden who they are for years because they were terrified for what would happen if they came out and embraced their sexuality. And it's it just, that hurts my heart because embracing your sexuality is the greatest gift you could give yourself. Because showing up in your power, that which sexual energy is, in my opinion, inarguably attached to, is one of the greatest feelings. Because you get to come home to yourself in the most intimate of ways. And when we do that, we literally drip with confidence. Like, have you ever looked at someone and you're like, they just look like sex. Like, (laughs) you know, like, God, what is it about them? I guarantee they're standing so strong in their personal power. And I'd love to bet that it's because they know who they are through and through and their sexuality is a part of that. And I want that for everyone. I want that for you. I do. I want that for you too. Like, anyways, the topic of this podcast before, there's your reminder. That's basically what I wanted to say was, 
you have every right to prioritize your pleasure and to own your sexuality and all that it is, okay? No matter how uncomfortable it may make other people. You may not be for everybody. You will not be for everybody. But who you should be for is for you. So I'll leave you with that. But to get to the topic of this episode, (laughs) here are my six ways to embrace your sexuality, okay? So grab a pen and paper or notes on your phone, however you like to do that. Um, And if you are not actually in a position to write this down, I've added the time code for this part of the episode to the show notes so you can go back and listen to it when you have the ability to jot it down. But for now, just listen, you know? Um, and soak it all in. (laughs) All right. To start us off, my first way to, um, embrace your sexuality is to learn about your kinks and your fetishes. All right. Because first and foremost, there is a difference between the two. If you didn't know, right. Kinks are things that you find enjoyable or arousing sexually. Um, it's the things that are specific to you that turn you on and fetishes are sexual stimulants required for pleasure and satisfaction. So for example, with that, a kink could be you enjoy being dominated, right? Sexually. You enjoy that. You enjoy that type of dynamic, but a fetish would be that you require degradation. You require somebody degrading you or degradation from your dom in order to actually even feel aroused or feel satisfied or get any sort of gratification out of that sexual scene. Does that make sense? I hope that does. (laughs) So learn about your kinks, learn about your fetishes, do the research, right? Knowledge is power. Do not stay ignorant. We live in a time where we can literally get everything at our fingertips. If you have the ability to listen to this right now, then you have the ability to learn and educate yourself about the things that you enjoy, your desires, your cravings, your preferences, ETC, right? Like the more you know, the more confident you will feel. So research, 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 learn about your stuff. The second way um, to embrace your sexuality is to surround yourself with like-minded people, right? Because you are not alone ever, even if it feels like you are. I guarantee you that if you enjoy something, there is somebody out there who does too right? It's like that saying, like there's an audience for everything or go find your tribe, right? Like let's find the people who relate to us, right? Let that type of support in from the people who understand you, who encourage your sexuality. It's such an empowering thing to feel heard and to feel accepted, right? To be human is to be seen and to be seen is to be accepted. Find your people, Let them empower you to continue to explore your sexuality, to explore your desires, right? My third tip to embracing your sexuality is to seek out experiences that you want to explore. Safely, obviously, of course. (laughs) Vet every interested party, right? And that goes back to research and also your tribe of supporters and like-minded people. Because oftentimes we find experiences via word of mouth, especially like from personal experience. I enjoy getting recommendations from people I know, right? Because we trust the source. So seek out the experiences safely that give you the opportunity to know firsthand if you truly enjoy something or not, right? Experience is the greatest teacher. I'm sure you've heard that before. Be mindful, use protection. You know, just have safer sex, but dip your toes in so that you know whether or not you want to dive head first, okay? My fourth way to embracing your sexuality is to prioritize your pleasure and your sexual appetite. I talk a lot about prioritizing your pleasure, and pleasure does not always have to be sexual, 
But for the purpose of this episode, I am talking about that. Um, But prioritizing your pleasure is just filling up your own cup and taking care of yourself, right? Because when we do that, we feel whole. We feel aligned. And I'm such an advocate of solo play, of experiences, of blocking out time to take care of our sexual health. I'm an advocate of eating when you're hungry and sleeping when you're tired, right? Even if it's not conducive to another person's schedule or way. I'm an advocate of your right to take precedence in your life. For you giving yourself all of the love and attention and affection and priority that you would want from another because then and literally only then can you really call into your life that which you deserve. Your pleasure and your appetite for pleasure is literally yours. So give yourself the gift of precedence, okay? Give yourself the gift of allotting time for yourself. My fifth way to embrace your sexuality would be creating daily confidence affirmations. Because affirmations have been a game changer for like my daily routine. And you can use them throughout the day. But we have to learn to rewire the way that we view sex and desire and pleasure. We have to start embodying that feeling of acceptance so then that we can live in it, right? Like, it's like that saying, what is it? Um, It's like what we think about, we bring about, right? Ask and you shall receive, call it out, and so it is. It's like all of these facets of manifestation and affirmation are true in their form. We have to learn to speak kindly to ourselves. We have to be adamant on creating a daily ritual for self-love, for sexual confidence, for personal power. Because when we place ourselves in our minds and in our bodies and with our soul and our energy in a place of acceptance and confidence, that's when we will emit outwardly what will literally begin to show up physically. So affirmations uh, for me are amazing tools to use. And I recommend creating seven to 10 affirmations that you can speak to yourself daily, that you can repeat as often as necessary to stay in that high vibration. Um, I'm actually going to be offering a free guide in the next couple of weeks for raising your sexual energy vibration. I did a post about it on my IG, like maybe last week. Um, and I got so much feedback and so many questions and I'm just so excited for it because it's something that I can do to just show my appreciation for y'all, right? For following me and being curious about your sexual wellness. So thank you. Like this is really, really for y'all. So if you want to stay updated on that, Um, and be one of the first to get it, head over to my IG if you are following me. And if not, my handle is at Brianna Andrina and turn on my notifications because I will be posting about it and when it drops. So that should be fun. I'm really, really excited. And my last and final way to embrace your sexuality is talk therapy and inner child work. Now, I know some of you guys might be like, wait, what? (laughs) How is therapy going to help me with this? (laughs) Okay. There is a literal correlation between speaking and healing. Studies in psychotherapy, in psychoanalysis, right, or any sort of like cognitive behavioral approaches have shown that verbalizing our problems, right, or our negative feelings or any sort of deep-rooted issues actually reduces stress. And by doing that, we improve our immune system. This is because when we label our emotions, the less we activate our amygdala, right? That flight or fight response system. 
When we give words to our feelings, we have less limbic reactivity and establish more mindfulness, right? By activating the part of our brain that deals with language and meaning. So we take back the power basically over our emotionality. And when we do that, we can create healthier habits for dealing with negative emotions or triggering experiences that cause us to spiral into a lot of the self-doubt and and worthlessness and confusion that can come about throughout this journey of sexual healing, because it really is a journey. If you have not practiced sexual wellness, you can't expect to just pick it up and be um, healthy. It's like, it's like, it's like thinking that you can just go to the gym and like, it's like you've never set foot in a gym before, but you're going to go to the gym and lift 300 pounds. Like, it's just not going to happen. Sorry. Or you like have never been on a treadmill or you've never ran a mile in your life and you think you're going to go to the gym or go outside and, and do a 5K. You have to work your way up. You have to build that stamina. And it's the same thing with any sort of healing. You have to build upon your sexual wellness. It's a lifelong journey. And if you have a lot of trauma attached to sex, which many of us do, It's a process of healing. And so being able to create healthier ways for coping is a really necessary thing to be able to do. And also if you're not familiar with inner child work, right, that's a healing technique that addresses basically our needs that were not met as children in order to heal the attachment wounds that developed as a byproduct of that type of negligence. And like with any type of healing, it's it's creating a safe space for our subconscious mind to take the lead. And there are so many amazing therapists who practice this and healers who help facilitate this type of healing. And finding a professional to guide you through healing for any deep-rooted shame around sex and your coping mechanisms so that you can be fully conscious of your life and the decisions that you're making is very, very important. Because when we are conscious of ourselves and are living our life on purpose and with purpose, we were really showing up as our true selves, full of love and full of confidence in every aspect of our lives. So those are my six ways to embracing your sexuality, right? Broken down for you. Um, I cannot stress enough the importance of sexual wellness and the impact it has on your overall health. And I will second Kim and Amy. In that a well-fucked woman exudes confidence, sensuality, connectedness, and is clear in her life's mission. And I actually believe this to be true for every person, however you identify. Because you are a sexual being. And I just want you to decide to love that about yourself. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend with me and to give to yourself. Um, don't forget to head over to IG and turn on my notifications. Again, you can find me at Brianna Andrina um, to be the first to know how to get my free guide for raising your sexual energy vibration. I think y'all are really going to love it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you care about. Let them know you're thinking of them. Blast it on your social. And do not forget to tag me at Brianna Andrina on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. I'll show you all the love right back. If you'd like to stay in the loop with new episodes, hit that subscribe button. And while you're at it, show your girl some love and leave a review. I enjoy having these types of conversations and bringing y'all this type of content. So your thoughts are greatly appreciated. I love you so much. Stay sexy, stay curious, and we will talk soon. Mwah.